0: Welcome to Mentality Podcast, where we have real conversations with real people about healthy masculinities. I'm your host, Lao Jokan, and throughout this podcast, we'll hear from a wide range of guests about the views and experiences of manhood. We'll look at the bits we should celebrate, but also its messy parts, while having a bit of a laugh. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Mentality Podcast. I hope you're having a great Christmas break and enjoy yourself having some relaxing time. And also, I know it's not everyone's favourite time of the year. I know it can be challenging for some, so I do do hear you. But also the fact that we speak about Christmas, it's a sign that 2023 is literally right at our doorsteps. And as we're approaching the end of the year, actually I'm delighted to share some highlights from Spotify Wrapped. The podcast was in the top 10% more shared across the wider Spotify community and it was highly listened to across seven countries, with the UK being in the top place. Another highlight for me was that the content offered by Mentality Podcast was 75% higher than any other creators in the health and fitness category. So quite a few things that I'm quite glad to, to hear and learn from Spotify Wrapped, but this is credit to a lot of work behind the scenes, to our guests covering many exciting topics on men's mental health and men's issues, But also thank you to you for being part of the community and listening and sharing the podcast with your friends and wider community. And as we approach the end of 2022, I don't only want to look back, but also want to look forward. I want to give you the opportunity to shape the next season of the podcast. As I'm going to take a break of the month of January to regroup, rethink and strategize the next season. I would love to hear from you about any topics you want me to cover, suggestions for guests, or share your thoughts about the first season. So what I'll do is I'll leave a link in the caption of this episode. So please do share your thoughts with me. It will only take two minutes of your time. And I'm really looking forward to hearing from you with any suggestions about the next season. So please, please, please make sure you share your feedback. And another reminder about the buy me a coffee support that you can do either a one-off or on a monthly basis. And enough about all this. Let's move on to today's topic. And here's a little hint about today's topic because I haven't mentioned anything in the previous episode. So it has to do with nature, with excitement, with the, with the unknown. So it's about adventure. It's really exciting to speak with azanjun Anjun, who's the coordinator for 4M, 4M stands for Four Musketeers, and uh, it's about uh, the project they're leading called Extreme Character Challenge, or XCC. And I'll let As tell you more about it, but a few disclosures before we go forward. One is that uh, we recorded this episode in summer, when it was boiling hot here in London, so uh, you might find some references around that. And the second is, there might be some references towards domestic abuse and violence so if you find that triggering just a heads up that the baby mentioned is nothing graphic just so you know that there might be some mentions around that but without further ado here's my conversation with as so as is joining us from east london as anjum he's uh, the coordinator for the extreme character challenge program by 4m uk Funny enough he's also trained to be a vicar
1: hi as hi la uh, real pleasure to be with you today on this uh, on this warm day in london
0: Wonderful! Yeah, it's great, and as we said earlier, like it's it's great to to have the summer in full swing. We kind of missed it at times, especially last summer was quite uh, quite cold. So I'm not complaining for the warm weather.
1: Yeah, neither am I. It's uh it's definitely a long winter, so I'm not going to be complaining about the uh the sun and uh, yeah, it's good to get out and uh, yeah, you know enjoy enjoy some of the warm weather. Absolutely, and just yeah, tell me a bit more about
0: four UK. What does it mean? What's extreme character challenge or XCC? I've done one in 2018, which is a long, long time ago. But just what exactly it's about?
1: Yeah, so the um, the, the 4M movement started uh, in, in, in Holland uh, a number of years ago. The extreme character challenge is the movement based in the UK. But it's uh, I think it's in, in 19 countries, could be more. We sort of really try to break the mold, take men out on, on, on an adventure in the wilderness. Um, we call it like a MOT for men. Uh, a mind-body-soul adventure. If you've uh, ever seen Bear Grylls or, or television programs like that, it's, it is it is uh, extreme and it's in the wilderness, but it's uh, an opportunity to break the plateau of the ordinary and the mundane and the routine of things and uh, actually uh, challenge yourself to do something a bit different.
0: Yeah, I remember from my experience how it was quite a challenging, as you said, like mind-body-soul and soul experience, and I'm not going to go into the details because... Somebody needs to go through the experience itself, so I don't want to spoil all the all the good things that one can experience going through that. What are some of the things that something like XCC and experience like that break the comfort zone we find ourselves on, especially in urban environments? So, what do you think XCC brings to the table, and how it can unleash a bit of more adventure in our lives?
1: That's a good question. Listen, I, I often ask guys, when's the last time you spent 72 hours away from a, a screen, a mobile phone, a, a laptop or a television screen or, or even, you know, pressures of their family. And it's often people have to think long and hard and it can be years. And so for us, it's a time to actually hit that reset button out in, in nature and, you know, it just provides people with an opportunity who are surrounded in urban areas with the busyness of life. I, I live in you know East London and it's very, very busy. Cars going by at three, four o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, they say New York is the, is the city that never sleeps. But I think London's not far behind. And you know, I just feel that people living in urban environments do need that time to, to go out into nature and have an opportunity to, to, to recharge
0: yeah i think for me what was one main takeaway being on xcc was that i left behind a rather controlled environment hyper busy and i went into nature in a fairly wild and uncontrolled context where i was a bit out of my comfort zone you know i'm curious like what do you think nature can bring to to us like especially when we live in in a busy busy lives can help us to, to reconnect with, with ourselves. What do you think that that element has to to do?
1: Yeah, I think um, you know it's no it's no surprise that we have control or so much of our lives. You know, we, we, we control you know when we eat. You know, we control what time we sleep or you know what you know where we want to go for an afternoon walk. And our, our times are set by our diaries and and uh, you know set by our work schedules. And sometimes you know, to the point where actually relinquishing some of that control, letting go of, of being in charge over what we want to do. There's a freedom when you actually go into a wilderness environment, like you say, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're setting off on an adventure. You don't know where you're going, you don't know, where you're going to sleep. You don't know what you're going to eat. There, there is some anxiety with that, but there's also a freedom. And I think, um, especially for those people that are modern day, very busy environment like we live, um, actually relinquishing some of that control, that that can be quite profound.
0: Quite right, right. So in terms of like, it challenges us to, to kind of go out of comfort zones. And I think for me, being in nature, as you said, you re- release some of the control because you don't know what's going to happen. And if it's, for example, it's going to rain, it, you know, maybe the tent will not hold that rain and so on. For me, just being in nature and going to an experience like XCC, it also, it's also quite be freeing, as you said, if it was a growth experience that, yes, I relinquished some of my control, but also I've gained a bit more independence, a bit more confidence that actually whatever happens, I can respond to that. And yes, I think it's great that we have control of, you know, that we can plan and we can agree certain things because of technology, which I think is great. But also, I think can help us to break away and relinquish some of the tension and pressure that that living in uh, cities like this helps. And I'm wondering what is the connection between being our nature and adventure. And to masculinity or manhood
1: yeah you know it's it's amazing how you know the, the body the hum, the human body can adapt you know you're out in the mountains there's, there's not and I'm, I'm sitting on a comfortable sofa at the moment there, there, you know there's no armchairs out in in the middle of the woods you know it's you know when, when you're when you're used to to comfort, I think comfort can be quite uh, crippling to being a man actually being out in the outdoors being in an environment which i'm not used to and you know believe me i, I i'm i'm from london i'm from the city uh, i was invited along to an xcc and my mind really opened up about the potential and the possibilities of of actually stretching stretching ourselves and often people are fixated really on on the physical element um, of, of xcc but for me uh, the reason why I got involved and the passion I have for bringing guys along with me to an adventure like um, extreme character challenge is actually the opportunity to say what I believe is constraining me, uh, these limitations that I'm setting on, on myself in 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 the life that I live. Actually, when I when I'm out in the wilderness and I'm pushing myself in a in a challenge, um, I can see how I can break those plateaus and I can just keep going. and And the human body adapts. Very quickly to an environment that we're not used to. Um, and so, yeah, there's a bit of discomfort there, but in the discomfort, you get massive growth and you're able to experience that, um, with others around you who are going through the same thing. And, and, and there's a massive afterglow effect for anyone that's been on an XCC about actually going back to basics. I think there's a primal thing about being in, in nature, being in the woods, making your own fires and, setting up tents and and all the rest of it and although it sounds like something that in this modern day we wouldn't be used to doing or would be uncomfortable with doing actually you'll be surprised at how quickly uh the the body and the psyche adapts to uh, a totally alien environment
0: yeah actually a few things that uh popped to my mind while while you just said that because first i think Either when I was an XCC, I found, to be completely honest, the greatest challenge was the kind of emotional one. How can I push myself? How can I break those barriers that are within my head? And also, as you said, even during the pandemic, I was shocked to see how quickly I've adapted to the new environment, the new context. And I was rather okay with that. Not that it was I was happy, but I adapted to that also being in a, but being out in nature through a challenge, uh, like a physical challenge, I realized how important it was to have that social element, those guys around me, and just experience that together was quite a burning thing. And I know that a lot of times we, when we met afterwards, we we're just joking and having fun about those hard times we went through. Yeah. So it's absolutely, absolutely fun. But to drill down a bit deeper, yeah. how do you think that helps men? Like what's, why it's so important for us men? Or how it would help us with our journey of being a man, to be out in nature and leave the comfort zone.
1: You know, I'll just tell you a little story, really. The the first time I went on XCC, which was in 2008. Honestly, this question kept circulating in my mind. And and as I was going through these mountains, the the question was, I'm not even a man. I'm not even a man. I can't even walk these mountains. You know, I, I went through a whole day with this with this question of what does it mean to be a man struggling through an environment that I was totally not used to and actually the answer that I got back was well at the end of the challenge it was a feeling of of kind of a, a quiet confidence of being able to say actually yeah I can adapt to this environment I can meet some of the challenges you know I think some of the issues that we have in today's society uh, with men mattered and let's look at the male rap sheet And it's not a very good one if you go into any police station most of the people that are admitted into the police station are men if we look at you know most of the crimes committed or or families uh, where a parent has left the household it is mostly a man so a lot of the challenges that we face in our everyday life when you're actually out on a wilderness experience where you, you know you can't just quit because things get hard or because you're faced with an expectation of what society thinks of you. That question of, you know, I'm, I'm not even a man. That was a bigger question that I was bringing in from, I think, how, how I was living in society and actually being part of this movement now and actually saying, yeah, it's difficult, it's tough, but so is life. The idea is actually to, to sort of uh, build up a, uh, a generation of men that are able to rewrite some of the... Um, the terrible sort of like uh, reputation we have as men in society. We have to take ownership and say we're we're the cause of many of the problems that we're facing today. So uh, I think it helps us understand and come to terms with you know what does it mean to be a man? Does being a man mean to you? And 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 you know you get an opportunity to answer some of those questions. And, and that isn't a question that is just going to be for an 18 year old. It's for a 38 year old or a 48 or a 50 or eight year old man. And and, and I love to see the diversity of men that come on these journeys with us and to see to see them grow. And, and some of them are highly successful and others have, you know, have, have gone down different parts in their lives. But the, the question still holds. What does it mean to be a man? And how can we come back into society and
0: take ownership of that? Totally, totally agree. Great observation about how we need to own the kind of legacy our agenda has, has left so far and then rebuild from here. It's our issue as men. Like, we need to leave a different legacy behind. We need to ensure that we offer different experiences and models to the boys growing up. The question of what it means to be a man as it transcends different age groups, communities, and so on. And it's relevant uh, throughout. And also appreciate your your vulnerability about your story and the challenges you faced when you went on your first XCC. And great to hear that, you know, how it led to a further adventure and discovery of of yourself and now that you're part of, of the movement. If you want to share a bit about maybe, what would you say that was one of your greatest adventures being on XCC? Maybe it's the first one you mentioned, but maybe you had other experiences you could share.
1: There's so many because every time you... Doing XCC, there's such a unique um, spirit about each event. For me, the greatest thing is is to see the guys and, and the journeys that they go on. We, we've got a whole range of guys that come in it from billionaires down to guys that have just come out of prison. But this wilderness, these mountains are a leveler. Everyone's the same. And we work together as a team and we see the struggle. There is a physical struggle, as you know but to see and to hear the stories of the men and giving an opportunity for them to discuss with vulnerability some of the things that are going on in their lives and some of the things that they've been through. And actually, many, many times we hear stories of guys that, you know, have had, you know, completely closed when they come on an XCC You know, they start to think about, I've got kids that I never see. Maybe I can front up to that challenge now. Or, you know, it might be something like, I've struggled in my marriage for many, many years to to be intimate. I'm going to try and improving things in my marriage. It could be, you know, actually I've been a really, really bad boss, you know, and not presented the good male representation in my business, especially in front of my female colleagues, and I'm going to change that. And so for me, it's seeing there's a physical challenge. But actually deeper than that, there's an emotional and a spiritual challenge that these guys are going through and seeing the shift from the rigid, tense, individualistic mindset to actually, I think I'm here to help sell other, other people. And for instance, you know, we're, you're out on the mountain and, and, and you, you boil up a, a pan of water. The guys will instinctively start passing that water around. And it's just that kind of attitude that we want to see guys take a- across when when they leave uh, the mountains but for me it's the main enjoyment that I see is seeing the journey that the guys go on and seeing them open up and, and actually see some real joy on their faces and for some people that's been long lived.
0: Yeah and what guys living in urban environments like, like us could do apart from joining an XTC but I'm thinking what else unleash a more adventure into their lives?
1: Yeah I mean Personally I, I try to spend as much time as I can doing outdoor stuff, you know, whether it's you know it's, it's simple things like, you know, I I'm at my desk a lot of the time of the day, but actually I can take ownership of that and say, Well I'm gonna I'm gonna segment that day by making sure I'm out as much as I can. You know, we can be outside enjoying our natural environment, you know, looking and taking good advantage of, of some of the, 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 the nature that we do have in, in, in the cities being in the parks, going to the river, being out as much as we can. You know, for me, you can't replicate what we do on XCC, but you can take some knowledge of being, of how good that vitamin D is, being out in the open. If you go out for a walk and it's raining, you know, you're not going to melt. Do you know what I mean? You're going to be fine. Uh, if it's a bit windy, it's a bit cold. It's so It's fine. Put a coat on. Just get out. I think being out, being intentional actually about taking ownership of our physicality and saying, well, I'm going to go out for a walk or I'm going to take the missus and we're going to go for a coffee instead. And and just trying to be a bit more active. As you say, there's a lot of challenges in an urban environment. I, I would say it this way, the comfort is crippling us. And, you know, we need to try and get out of doing what's comfortable, put a bit of what we would say discomfort in our lives. And I'll tell you, you'll feel a whole lot better by doing that.
0: Funny enough, one tweet that I came across the other day is that 49% of London is parkland. So basically it means there's so much space available for us to be out in nature. And that's one thing that I really like about London. It's a metropolis, but also at times it doesn't necessarily feel like a metropolis because there's so many parks here and there, bigger or smaller. So um, yeah, I think it's, it's great to use those Free spaces that we have either if you have a garden nice one but if not there are plenty of spaces one can use also i just want to pick up on something you shared earlier about your own journey of discovering masculinity and so on and i'm wondering if you want to share a bit about that in terms of how things are looking now and or what are some of the things that have changed over time
1: yeah you know lao i i didn't have the best you know role model in terms of masculinity my, my father made a lot of mistakes. He was he was abusive to my mum physically, and and he drank, and and so, you know, my understanding of what it meant to be a man was so warped that it took time to unpick that. For me, it was really core cool to my values and really integral to who I am as a person to say I got to figure this out and do this the right way. You know, I began a journey of discovering my faith really, and that helped open up a lot of initial uh, ideas about serving others and actually the ideal of what manhood is and we say that man you know a real man is someone who admits when they're wrong says sorry and asks for help for me it's actually the core of being a man is you know how do you value your relationships you know how are you lifting up those around you who you know might be discouraged and so it's been a journey and a process for me Uh, And and I hope every time when I go on an XCC, I'm able to to spark a little bit of something which shriveled or, or, you know, lost its edge. And I can come back a little bit more clearer about actually the importance of my role in my family, in my community and in society. And I hope that we can encourage others to do the same. So, Lau, it's not been uh, an idyllic situation that I was from. Having said that, being on this journey myself, my relationship with my father has totally been restored. And, and I'd say he's my best friend now. So can actually complete things full circle and make them whole again. But it does take a lot of work.
0: Thanks so much for being so open and, and vulnerable with, with your own story and your own journey. And I can relate to that because it feels very similar to my own story in the sense that my dad is, you know, he's a, he's a good human being, but also he wasn't the, the best you know, model that I could have growing up. And similar for me, it was like, how can I edit and restore that image of what it means to be a man? And it's great to hear, you know, not only you manage to change and grow yourself, but you're able to now to have a really good relationship with your dad as well. I think it's always great to, to hear that. I'm just also thinking, speaking about masculinity and ideas of what it means to be a man what are some of the positive
1: traits you you kind of hinted already but
0: i'm just thinking if there's anything
1: else yeah i think um the greatest thing that a man can do is is give out love but the way men give out love is 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 very different to to maybe the romantic notion that we see you know that hollywood provides it's it's gentle but it's strong and you know i think that encapsulates what what it means really to be a man and i think uh as you say You know, three good principles is someone who will admit when they're wrong. We can be quite stubborn in saying, actually, I'm right and I'm right 99% of the time. But but actually, I think that's not true at all. I think we should be quicker to admit when when we've done something wrong and to say sorry. You know, the quicker you say sorry, the quicker you forgive, the better things will be for you as a man. And I think people would respect that. If you uh, dwell on things, um, don't say sorry and you don't apologize. I think that's a negative trait but but if you do do it it's it's absolutely positive and you'll see a massive difference in the way others will treat you uh, and ask for help you know I think uh, as men this is something that we're particularly bad at doing uh, whether it's you know you need help in your business cuz you know you're you're struggling in something or you need help with an addiction or you need help with uh, some financial uh, situation you know I think we need to be stronger about saying and instead of saying I can do this on my own I'm going to be vulnerable enough to admit actually when my shortcomings are and say, sorry, mate, can you help me with something? Those sort of uh, four pillars really are are, are sort of the uh, the takeaways in terms of how we can view masculinity and, and being a man in a positive sense.
0: I really like the love and caring ele- element brought to the to the, the conversation about what it means to be a man because I think there's a side he can show up more. Also, when it comes to being open to admit that it's something we can learn like with a professional environment that, or relationally that one faces, I think we need to learn to be more open and allow other people to to give to us as well, to receive from from them. It helps us to kind of form stronger relationships with with those around us. Final question that usually I ask all the guests is about what some of the, you know, stereotypes that you dislike when it comes to, to masculinity about men.
1: I think one of the stereotypes I dislike is, uh, you know, I don't want to pick on. There's a famous TV show at the moment which uh, which speaks about love and is meant to be in a tropical place. I think you know the one I'm talking about. Actually, loyalty, integrity, tenderness and compassion. These are, you know, far more interesting to me and far less damaging to those around us. So I think... Um, You know what it means to be a man in today's society. I think we do face some challenges, but I think um, if you can identify actually what the good is from the bad, which is easier said than done sometimes, you can be in a good place. And the other thing I would say is um, try and get some good role models around you, men that you can look up to, uh, men that have, have done the distance, because I assure you they will have faced quite a few challenges in their lives as well. And it's good to open up and and to speak about things and, uh, you know, we, we need to be intentional about opening up and sharing, especially when times are hard for us. And uh, I'm, I'm not saying that that's an easy thing to do, but it, it's a brave and courageous thing and you'll be respected if you do it.
0: Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that idea of community and spending time with other men who are on a different journey or maybe have been through the journey themselves. Me and and Claude, we covered that topic in a previous episode. So I'm encouraging uh, listeners to check out that episode. It's about mentoring. And that's one of the ideas that kind of stirred me to set up uh, Mentoring Advocacy Network, the idea of how we need positive role models in our lives because actually they can save lives in the sense that can offer a different, you know, trajectory, show us maybe the path and maybe to avoid certain certain obstacles. But also when it comes to our mental health, that having a support network, having a mentor can help us maybe to navigate easier the challenges that we we face. You never know, maybe literally at times can literally save our lives because we have a good strong relationship with with a few people and don't allow us to, to go to the route where we don't see any option just to to take our lives. So that's why I think having a great support network and similar to what you said as can be life-changing. Thanks so much for, for this great conversation, as I really appreciate it. I appreciate your vulnerability and your insight about adventure, mountains, masculinity, and it's really great to have you on the pod.
1: No, yeah, it's been a real pleasure, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in the wilderness uh, sometime soon. Absolutely. Thank you for
0: listening to today's episode and here's a reminder that there will be a break over the month of January as I'm taking some time off to plan and strategize the following season. But meanwhile, I would love to hear from you, so do share your thoughts about content, ideas, guests, or any feedback about previous episodes. But until then, have a great new year, stay safe, and keep listening to Mentality Podcast.